Facts of Faith with Nael Pondwana, 7 to 8 p.m. On the second hour of Facts of Faith, we focus on what is happening in KZN. The Department of Education in KZN has issued a notice calling for a one-day Indaba to be held in September where cultural and religious experts will make presentations. The advert is calling for submissions of abstracts on ancestral calling in schools, exploring ways to deal with the impact of ancestral calling on teaching and learning in schools. This follows the Guazul Natal Department of Education battling to deal with incidents of ancestral calling among pupils, learners, or students at its schools and has enlisted the assistance of cultural and religious experts to help it chart a way forward. We get clarification on this from the Department of Education in Guazul Natal. Then the African Christian Democratic Party reacts to this as well. First, we speak to the MEC Kwazim Shingu, who is the MEC Education in KZN. Good evening to MEC, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Uh, good evening to you, Mayan. Good evening to your listeners. What exactly is going on here? Is this something that is beyond the reach of the Department of Education? Is the Department of Education out of its depth here? Uh, we will not necessarily say we are out of our depth as um, Department of Education. We are faced with a, quite a complex situation, which in our view uh, requires uh, all relevant stakeholders in society to engage and charge a way forward. Basically, what we are facing in our school at an increasing rate uh, is what we can term faith-based tensions among the learners in particular, but also in some instances the educators. But we are realizing that it is also spilling out of um, of, of, of communities. Faith-based tensions, you call them? Yes. yes. Why, why would you call them faith-based tensions? It's because uh, when there is a rising um, instances where a number of learners and even some educators are responding what is to what is known to be ancestral calling. Yes. And um, in that context, uh, as we would know that uh, in a schooling committee, there will be different uh, people from different faith-based uh, religions yes. or even cultural beliefs. Um, and this year, we, we then experienced what we thought was really, um, something that is very strange where uh, you will find that um, when a learner, for example, is said to be responding to an ancestral call, uh, she or he will then get to be discriminated by others who hold particular beliefs. And we have had instances where uh, certain learners of a particular belief in in the school will refuse to go to class because they will say that particular learner uh, is possessed, has demons, so we can't share class. Yeah. with that particular learner. On the other side, we're enjoined by the Constitution uh, to protect the the right to education for every learner. And as we know now that uh, we're living in a, in a secular state where really there's no religious denomination or faith or cultural faith that yes. is um, superior to any other. 
So what we want to achieve, what we seek to achieve, is a peaceful coexistence of, of learners as well as educators and everyone involved in the schooling community without really regard to what the other one believes in terms of culture or, 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 or religion. Yeah. So th- those tensions are not really faith-based now. These are individual prejudices that have absolutely nothing to do with the faiths themselves being in lo- or at loggerheads. Again, my question, why would you call something that is exclusively individualistic? It's about the individuals, the ignorant individuals at play and not the faiths themselves in tensions one with the other. Why would you call them faith-based tensions? It's not individualistic uh, as as we're putting it. That's why I made an example that, uh, let let me just be specific. We have had a school where certain learners uh, who are from the Christian faith uh, uh, have at some point refused to go to class because they believe that the learners who were, there were two learners who were responding to a pastoral call, um, were, were, were possessed with, with, with demons. And we see that even spilling out of communities. There are schools in KZN where certain communities have even attempted to close gates for such learners to say we can't allow our learners to be in the same classroom with people who are possessed with demons. On the other side, as we know it, um, there are a number of people, in particular the African uh, people who, who who have responded successfully, uh, who are still responding to ancestral calls, because this depends really on what you believe in. There are those who believe in, in ancestors, in the power of ancestors. There are those who don't believe at all. What, what, would, what would lead these particular teachers and principals or school administrators to declare a demon on a person? What would they have witnessed for them to conclude this person is demon-possessed? As, as I said, that's why I said uh, my, it's, it's an issue of cultural belief. Those who don't believe in ancestors at all, they believe that those who are who believe in ancestors, uh, they are really believing in demons. Uh, it's, it's known in the community. It's not something new. Without that, uh, anything that ever happened, just by you saying, then, I believe in ancestors, therefore you're demon-possessed? They will be, you know, people will, will respond differently to, to ancestral beliefs. Others will appear to become hysterical um, while even in the schooling premises. Others will come with, uh, for example, what is known as Ipai, uh, which is part of uh, the initiation or what they need to wear during the initiation stage. Yeah. And they will then get discriminated on the basis of that. So it really depends on, on how one really uh, believes. Uh, as I said, that's why we are saying it's faith-based tension that we are seeing to be erupting in our schools. All right, all right. Mr. Mshengu, thank you very much for coming through. I would like to invite you to give us some more perspective. Perhaps we can give more time to this issue. Uh, but yes. thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you so much. All right. Kwasim Shengu is the MUC for Education in KZN. To respond to this, we do have Dr. Reverend Kenneth Bishwe, the African Christian Democratic Party leader, Good evening to you, sir, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening, Naye, and to all your listeners. Do you know any of this, that there are people who are Christians claiming that other people are demon-possessed, in KZN particularly? No, I don't. What I know is that it is possible for a person to be demon-possessed. 
So those who have responded uh, by saying people are demon-possessed must have, must have seen something that maybe we are not told about. Because if a person is acting normally and they are doing nothing, um, one cannot just say that demon-possessed. There must be activity or behavior that uh, is not normal uh, in the broader sense of the word. Yeah. So there must be a reason why they say that. I mean, for example, if a person has taken liquor, yeah. a person cannot just say this person is drunk if he does not act like a drunk person. Yeah. So there must be a reason for people to say that what have they seen to say a person is demon-possessed? They must have seen something. So teachers and students and members of the community, surely they are not exorcists. They cannot possibly be able to declare or determine whether this person is purely being hyperactive or possessed or hysterical because of panic attacks. Surely as ignorant people who are not experts in demonology, we cannot find ourselves declaring people to have demons now, can we? You, you know, the interesting question that we need to ask ourselves now is that what did they see? What did these people do for them to come to such a conclusion? Emi Simshengu suggests that there are some who presented with behavior that is being hysterical. He used the word hysterical. Some people get hysterical and therefore they are declared to have demons. Again, I'm suggesting the fact that somebody is being hysterical does not mean they're demon-possessed. Does I it? I agree with you on that one. I've seen people who are hysterical. Sometimes a person hears or receives a bad news. Somebody maybe who has passed on and so then they cry uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. We have seen that. So a person who is hysterical does not necessarily mean that person is demon-possessed. Yes. There must be something that you and I are not aware of that that person who's uh, allegedly demon-possessed have done. Now, I'm, I'm suggesting to you, Dr. Mishra, that we are talking about a group of people. When I'm saying a group, of, I'm referring to teachers, I'm referring to learners, I'm talking about members of the community. None of these have the capacity to diagnose whatever the uh, whatever Naya may present with, whatever symptoms you may be seeing. None of these through three groups Students, teachers, and, and members of the community have the capacity or the capability to diagnose me to have demons, whatever they may have possessed, what they may have seen. Correct? Well, well, it, uh, is that one is not easy to, to answer. You cannot say regardless of what they have seen. There are signs that are shown by person who's demon possessed. And how okay. would, how would like, stu- stu- students example, know those signs me, there, Dr. Mish? Let me, let me finish the sentence. Like a person who has a mental challenge. Yes. Okay? A person who has a mental challenge. You don't need to have a degree to say this person has a mental challenge. Okay? Because of their behavior. When a person walks naked in the street and the person does not wash, walks around, uh, talking to himself, yes. smiling, crying alone. I mean, these are not sort of normal things that a person who's healthy would do. So a person would be correct to conclude that, that this person must be having a mental problem because of their actions. Yes. So I think, I think 
focus on now is that if there are people who the MEC is saying are hysterical for whatever reasons and they think it's because of ancestral calling, let it be the parents who deal with that and not the schools. Because if you do that, we will ask the question, why are Christians stopped from praying in the schools, reading the Bible in the schools, talking and preaching even? They are not allowed to do that. And yet, now they want to bring another teaching, teaching about ancestral calling. This is going to complicate things. That is why ACD would never agree with it. If people want to teach about ancestral calling, they cannot exclude calling to ministry. Because, to be fair, no problem, no problem with that. that. But you, you, huh? you're making a very valid point there, Dr. Misha, that we're, we're, there are some people who do ridiculous things and you described one who may very well be having a, a psychological problem. Question is, you can you then say that person is psychologically disturbed or demon-possessed? That's my issue, that we have people who are presented with a number of symptoms which could be just a simple psychological problem and not demon possession. You you know, when many of the people we see who are mentally challenged, um, you will not see them uh, stepping themselves, cutting themselves with knives and with up instruments. When a person starts doing that, because you do find such examples in the scriptures, when a person does that, you'll say, but this is not normal. Yeah, but this we've seen, n- no, no, Dr. Mishra, if you go to psychiatric hospitals, you do find people who are, who are tied up because of that very same fact that they hurt themselves. So that's not now, entirely true to say okay, that no, no, no. You will, they won't now, hurt themselves. You cannot say it is not entirely true. Okay? There are people because of their mental challenge that can do that. Yes. But there are some also that have the mental challenge who would be because of demon possession. And how and would teachers why, and students know which it is? Whether it's demon possession or psychological problems? That's my question, Dr. Mishra. Okay. You know, it is not everyone that can be able to, to say that, but those with experience. That's right. Okay, with me, I can talk to a person. All right? And I can also maybe even pray with a person. Now, when it is demon possession, the reaction is definitely going to speak for itself that this person definitely has a problem with demonology. So those teachers and students in KZN who are going around declaring people to be demon possessed really need to hold their peace and be quiet. They don't know what they're talking about. All right, I won't dispute that. They can hold their peace. I won't dispute that. But the MEC uh, has to help the country and has to help the schools, and stop trying to have a, host an indaba, okay? Because yeah. now, if you talk about hosting an indaba, I'm going to ask you a question. Who is paying for the hosting of that indaba? Yeah. Is it government? Whose money is used to host that indaba? So you cannot host an indaba to talk about uh, ancestral calling. If Christians okay. are saying we also want to have a Christian event, in that yes, must be yes, yes, I understand. You see what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. Um, I want to take one call before I let you go, sir. Uh, let's go to Sandil in case then go ahead, Sandil. Sandil, good evening. Yeah, evening, Songezo. How are you? It's Naye, not Songezo. Oh, go oh, ahead. Oh, sorry, Naye. That's all right. Sorry, that's all right. Naye. That's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sandile. Right. Okay, yes, yes. I, I, I'm a member of um, a school government body as a chairperson. 
what you are talking about is something that we have experienced at school. Yes. But quickly, before I go to my point, I'm just hearing um, uh, our reverend saying that if they could be in Lizzo, then if they are going to address the issue of ancestral calling, so which, which, which money are they going to use? But uh, I think uh, Izangoma, the apparent parcel of this country, and also they are paying taxes. And then we should ask questions when, whenever endeavor is happening, who are, who, you know, who are, are they paying for? But anyway, it's fine. So going to this um, issue of ancestral calling in my school, we once we want experienced that. And then we had a lot of, of teachers who, who were objecting and said, no, the kids of you know they are full of demons and so on and so on and so on. Yeah, but but to uh, to be short, you know I think you know people need to embrace and also understand that we are in Africa, and then um, uh, ancestral calling is part of us. We need not to be apologetic into our beliefs and so on. As the chairperson of the school, I've I've just said whoever thinks that this is a demon and so on. Um, I, I think he must maybe find another school where where he can think that other people are demons. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Sandel. Yeah, hold yes, on, yes, hold on. Yes, um, yes, uh, okay, uh, number one. I, I need you to help me understand. Are you Shut telling up. me that when there is abnormal behavior in your classroom, put aside your classroom, in your office there, you would not be uncomfortable? That That's suggesting that people who are uncomfortable with this abnormal behavior... It's ridiculous. It needs to be addressed. Abnormal behavior, whether it's demon possession, whether it's psychological, whether it's ancestral calling, whatever it is, abnormal behavior needs to be curtailed. It's a school. It's, 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 it's not, we're not there to display our faiths there. It's ridiculous to expect people to be exposed to your faith in an academic environment. How do you dare say that people must find other schools? Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, a case that happened in a student was very nearby, and then the interpretation was, no, this kid is full of demons and so on. So a- a- am I the right to say, because this kid is wearing nearby, which is abnormal looking at the other kid, so that kid is wrong, is that what you're saying? But that by is not part of the uniform anyway. We're talking about abnormal behavior, and that by becomes abnormal behavior as well. If we're talking about something that is going to be regulated by the governing body and the rules Surely, by is, is not part of that. I'm talking about each and everything, including that. If we're talking yes. about something that is going to be happening in public schools, there's public regulations that need to be abided with, right? And you cannot say that those people must go and find other schools. That's insensitive, isn't it? Yeah. So, so, so. Therefore, what what are we saying to a student that is wearing it by? We are saying. You must trip away of me by what are you saying in that regard? Again, I'm asking you, sir, that yes. do you not find it insensitive? Because what is the MEC is suggesting is that there should be an indab to find a solution. But you're calling to say anyone who's uncomfortable by by must go find another school. You're not coming with a solution, simply adding fuel to the fire. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I was responding to the call where the kid was. You must understand, sir, that that kid is made uncomfortable by something they don't know. Something they don't expect to to find in an academic environment. The moment you're going to find spirituality in an academic environment, you are bound to find that discord. And you cannot say, go away. 
Find a solution. Yeah, but, you can't chase people away. Find a solution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you got right. But a spiritual calling, it's something that you cannot choose to say, no, I want it now. I, no, I, I have no problem with that. I have no problem. Yeah, but what yeah. I'm saying is fi- do not chase people away. Don't say, go find another school. Find a solution, sir. You cannot chose chase you. This is the Republic of South Africa. We'll find solutions. We don't chase people away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. We don't chase the, the, the children when when they are when they are in this initiation phase. We don't point them fingers and also chase them away. You find a solution. I I agree with you. I agree with you. We have a situation. Let's find a solution. Just don't chase people away. Thank you very much, uh, Sandil. Sure. All right, uh, Reverend. Your closing remarks is part ways. Um. The issue of, or the question of ancestral calling is not um, a new thing. We grew up in communities and went to schools where there were people or students who said, I have an ancestral calling. And what did they do with our students? They handed them over to their parents and said, parents, we in the school are teaching our children. We want them to be good professionals after their studies. We don't deal with this. Go and deal with that or go and find a sangoma to help your kid or to help even this teacher who believes he has an ancestral calling. This issue of teaching ancestral calling in the schools does not belong in the schools. That's why ACDP says we'll never allow that to happen because once they do that, they are going to open a can of worms we are going to say prayer must come back to the schools, preaching must come back to the schools, because morals of children today need help, need to be changed, need to be amended. And we know that children that were raised with teaching the values of Scripture were not, we never heard of 10 year old girls getting pregnant. Why? Because of the moral and the values that they were taught at school. Okay. So, Anybody who says bring ancestral worship to schools, we say bring the teaching and the prayer back to school because we need God's help in the new South Africa. Okay, all right. Thank you very much, Reverend Bishop. Thank you very much for coming through and talking to us. My I pleasure. don't think the MEC was saying bring ancestral worship to be taught at schools. He was saying let's have an indaba. Let's talk about how to solve the situation. I'm looking forward to the indaba personally. Thank you very much.